Hey everyone, welcome to the Empowering Her podcast. I'm Melody and boy do I have an episode for you guys today. Uh, Today I'm playing you a replay of a facilitator chat that we had with three of our amazing facilitators in three different parts of the world. We've got Janelle, who's in Canada, Mira, who is in the UK, and Erica, who's in Mexico City. And I want you to take a listen to all of these incredible women's different experiences with girl life, but not just with girl life. I want you to allow yourself to be inspired by what these women have created, how they've stepped into entrepreneurial roles that really are backed with love and meaning and purpose and fulfillment for them and how they kind of just dove in without um, knowing how it would turn out in the end, but having faith that if it was on their heart that it was meant for them. Um, And I invite you to just witness for yourself what areas you might be ready to to take a dive in and to, uh, to give a try because it's just something that has been um, has been speaking to you and coming through you and wanting to come through you for such a long time. So uh, enjoy this conversation with these incredible women and uh, we welcome your feedback. All right. Hello, everybody. I don't know who we have live with us because when we are on Zoom, it can get a little bit tricky. Uh, but I do know that we have Erica, Mira, and amazing Janelle here, and I'm so thankful and excited to share these amazing women with our Girl Life community, each in a different part of the world, and they have been so generous to give their time to us today to, to get to know everyone a little bit and share their stories, their visions, and their why. So we're going to dive right in. I'm going to take a little bit of a backseat today because I think you've all heard enough from me in the last few days. Uh, and I really, really want to highlight each of you. So um, we're going to start with Mira. Mira, tell us tell us where you're from and, and share your why with all these beautiful women here with us today. Oh, thank you, Melody. Yeah, so I'm uh, Mira Patel. Um, I have a company called Prana Coaching. And so for me, my journey has kind of um, evolved over time in terms of um, I'm a life coach for, you know, uh, men and women. And uh, I have a 14 year old daughter. And that's where my why came in for joining the Girl Life program, because I realized, you know, um, through her journey, there were things coming up that I was, you know, um, talking to her about and then you know as a mom you want those to instill those values and you want to be there for your children um, and you want to guide them and um, by chance I was just looking um, online and I came across Melody and her offerings and it just really resonated with me because it's something I do with my adult clients it's quite similar um you know things that I work on because I'm an empowerment and well-being coach so some of those skills I just thought well I'm working with you know these big people now what can I do I want to give something more back and I think so for me my why was really my daughter inspired me um to really take on the girl life program and become a facilitator and just really make a difference um and it has been phenomenal my journey has been incredible I've got a lot of great feedback from it um and I just you know Melody and her program it's just simple and straightforward that you can embrace it 
add your little, you know, tweaks to it and make it your own. But the actual messaging is phenomenal. Like it's, you know, even even for me, like I'm learning as I go through it and as I run workshops, there's so many learnings from it. And I just can't wait to share it more and more with the world. That's amazing, Mira. Thank you so much. And I think a lot of us here, I mean, not everyone in this group is a mother and we each have our own whys, but I too was very inspired by, by my daughters. Like this is for them. This is, I think the biggest gift that we can give to our girls, to our girls. So thank you for sharing. Uh, Janelle, let us know where you're from and what your why is. Hey, thanks, Melody. I just wanted to say too, that we can never hear too much from you. You're such a wonderful speaker. So we're not tired of you at all. But I, uh, I'm in Edmonton, Canada, uh, Alberta, Canada. And um, I, uh, my why is, again, my girls, I, I've got three young girls, they're six, four and two. And I just I wanted them to grow up knowing their worth. And I wanted them to know that they can change the world like we are, we are raising the next generation of people that can maybe end global warming or the next generation that makes it so that women and girls don't have to be afraid to walk alone. And, you know, like we are raising human beings that will take over when we're not here anymore. So I want to raise the most, and pardon my language if no one likes this, but I want to raise the most badass girls and women that I can. And when I came across Melody's program, I actually came across it a few years ago. And I wasn't, I was not ready. I had not done enough work myself to know that I could do this. And even, even now I just signed up in January, but, um, and even then I still wasn't sure, but, you know, I, I just took Melody, Melody's advice and she was saying, you know, if not now, when, and I was like, you know, I really cannot think of any better place to put my time and energy into than this. And I, I ran with it and, um, I've had such an immense, um, response and support from my community that I have filled workshops since the day I said I would run one. And people messaged me saying, I've been looking for exactly this. And I just, I, it lights me right up. Like I, I've never felt more certain that I'm in the right place than I am right now. I just, I love it. And I think Melody has provided us with every single thing that we need to start. Like you don't need a fancy, you don't need to have a business already. You don't need to even have a a Facebook following or anything. Like you can create all of this. All of the marketing is there. I am not a, I am not like a graphics and market like that is not my forte, but Melody puts it out there. So you just like fill in the blanks and it looks good and you can run with it. Like you can hit the ground running the second you have the information in your hands. Thank you, Janelle. Wow. Thank you for sharing all those beautiful things and, and hearing, like hearing you say that you're in the right place or hearing you say that you want to raise girls who are going to be world changers. Like that's what this is all about, right? That's what it's all about for all of us, whether we're talking about students or clients, our daughters, these are our girls. These are our girls and we need to give them access to all of that brilliance within they, It's just, there's so much of it and they need us to help unleash it. So uh, that's music to my ear. So thank you for sharing. And now beautiful Erica, let's hear, let's hear from you in Mexico city. 
Hi guys, my name is Erica. So I am from Mexico City. I just came back to Mexico after living almost 12 years abroad. So I had the chance to live in different countries and know different cultures. And when I came back, I don't know how I found Melody. I would say it was written in the stars, but it was meant to be. And the minute I heard that, it just like clicked. So I come from a family of strong women. My mom, she um, she worked in fields that were not typically for women, like the stock market and stuff. So she, I think she started with the example of why not? Like if she can do it, I grew up seeing her. So I knew that women were allowed to work and women were allowed to be moms. But then when I became a mom, the whole thing changed. Mm. So I'm a psychologist and I started working since very young. I started working when I was 16. And I think following my mom's steps, right, on, on you can do it, like work. But then when I became a mom, I wanted to dedicate full time to my young girl. I have two daughters now. So I decided to take that step back and put my professional side like on hold and dedicate to just being my mom. And I think it has been, I'm, I'm sure most of you will agree, the most fulfilling job I could ever have. Because I believe we can truly make a difference. So um, having said that, I have two girls, nine and 11, and they are my inspiration. They are they have very different personalities. They both have very strong tempers. They are very determined. And my oldest one, she wants to start a bakery with her best friend. And my youngest one, she is very science oriented and she wants to be a volcanologist. So when I see them with those wishes, with those aspirations, something just ignites on, yes, do it. Like really go and go and see the volcanoes and go and, and do the bakery. So I think part of, of why it clicked was how can I contribute to making, to walking along you and like being the wind beneath your wings. Like, yes, go do it. So I usually tell them, I, I, I want to raise independent girls. I want to raise girls who don't stay with me because they are afraid of something. I want girls that if, Whatever you want to be is on the other side of the world, you go and do it. So this, all the different topics that Melly talks about, it was just like, yes, that's what I need. That's what I want to teach them. And then during the, um, the workshop that you, Melly, teaches us, I think it's so valuable because you start working on you. And then you find that in order to be the best version of you at that moment, you really need to step aside of your imposter syndrome and you need to earn for what we do. So I think it, it just kind of like you, you give us a shot of self-confidence and really a big introspection on why not? I mean, we all have so much to share. And like you say, Melody, nobody can contribute the way that we can, because our story, whatever we've been through, whatever challenges we've overcome, give us the authority to just share, because we share from the heart. We share with the best intention of giving us to this cause. And I think that just brings the magic into the workshop. So I, I don't think 
we should limit because we may have not have a certain degree or a certain study because we all are women and we've all been through so much and we have so much to share. So I think for me, this was just like, it just clicked on so many levels. Like this works for me. This works for my girls. And on top of that, I can make this a business. So it was just like a no brainer. Like this is just what I needed. And right now I, I have a full-time job. I just got recently. And part of my negotiation was, yes, I will dedicate full-time job because I'm happy to come back, but I'm not leaving my workshops. Like these workshops are part of who I am. It, it's just something very deep that I will make work both agendas, but my workshops are untouchable. Those are not going anywhere. So yeah, now I have to um, maybe spend a few more hours working, but once you are in the community, once you start living as a facilitator, you can't leave. It's just like you, you, you belong on a group that there are so many amazing women that just inspire on many different ways. So yeah. I love listening to you speak with such passion and such conviction. You're, you're really feeling the messages and it lights me up. And and I love, I love hearing about our community because our community is one of my favorite things about, about what we do. Not only do we get to go share these messages with the girls, but we get to link arms with other women in different parts of the world who've all said yes for their own unique reasons. Um, let's talk for a few minutes about the community aspect of girl life. And then I want to move on to something Erica touched on how this is, you know, a business in a box. This is your business. There are endless opportunities there. So would anyone like to share their experience with the community and, and, you know, the feelings, (laughs) the feelings, the feels that go around all day long. Go ahead, Janelle. Sure, I can share. Um, It's been, this community has been nothing short of phenomenal because from the second I signed up, I've had so many women reaching out, like just saying congratulations and pouring into me. If I've got a question, there's like five or six people that give me all kinds of different resources and I get like different perspectives from different people and it, they've just really helped prop me up when I was first feeling really hard that imposter syndrome, you know, because who am I to do this? Well, I'm a woman and I've got experiences and I have a life and I, and I want to share, you know, how I've done, like overcome my um, problems or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And the, the community is phenomenal. These women, they will give you the shirt off their back if that's what you're needing. Like it's, they're fantastic. Thank you. Thanks, Janelle. Great. Um, yeah, just to add to that, I think, uh, yeah, it's from day one, it, as you just get welcomed in. And I, I remember back at my time, I was the first UK facilitator. But, you know, as I just, you know, as Melody put uh, a, a thing on Facebook, it I was just so welcomed by everyone. And it does, it, it, it elevates you and you then you you feel like you're vibing high and you want to go forth and just do right. So yeah, I, it, it was definitely phenomenal for me. And, you know, with, um, 
Melody's support behind you all the way. It's, you know, you, you can't ask for more. And hence why I'm so, you know, um, behind the messaging. Um, and yeah, empowered women empower women. So it, you, you cannot ask for more than that in this community because it's, yeah, it's, it's so phenomenal. Thank you. Thanks, Mira. I think I would just have to add the body program. I am ever so thankful for my body. She is in Florida. And, you know, it was just uh, super funny and beautiful how we just connected. You know, at the end, you don't know this other person. I mean, you're supposed to be buddies. But because we both come from the intention of sharing and, and just, uh, you know, empowering one another, she has been amazing. And, you know, we're not you know, untouched, like, constantly, but the minute that I'm like, hey, uh, would you have, like, in in 10 minutes, she has, she's going to say something that's going to help me if I am, if I have questions, if I just want to, you know, just bounce some idea on what do you think, should I do this, or how did you do that, she has been amazing, and just, you know, that message before your workshop, wishing you success. And, you know, that that's just uh, that's just wonderful. And just like Mira and Janelle say, we are all there to help you. So the minute that any new facilitator signs in, just like I say, you know, the welcome and you get 25 or 30 or more welcomes. And that just feels so nice that you're part of a really nice community. Thank you, Erica. Thanks, guys. And uh, I, I agree. I mean, I, I feel enveloped in love whenever I go there and it, it's just, it's just gorgeous. I, what can I say? Like, I'm, I'm thankful for all of you. I really, really am. Uh, before we go into the business piece, I want to talk a little bit about um, your first workshops, your first workshops. I think a lot of people like need to visualize. They need to be like, what is that first workshop going to be like? I'm nervous. I'm shaking. I'm sweating. I'm like uncomfortable. Uh, tell us about that feeling, how you pushed through and how it went. Do you want to start, Mira? Yeah, no. Um, so yeah, my first workshop, um, I remember what I've actually done. Uh, my kind of um, strategy has been, I tried... Um, I'm trying all the workshops on my daughter and a group of friends. So that's how I've worked with them. So, you know, um, I put it out there to a group of mums and I said, look, this is what I'm doing. They were all on board and their daughters have been through most of the workshops now. Um, and so that was, um, it put me at ease, but also it wasn't something new that I was trying. So I was nervous, but you know, the best, the best result was at the end the girls and just how they partake in it, how much you actually learn from them. It's like a two-way thing. And when they're coming out of answers and you're engaging in that conversation and you're like, wow, yeah, yeah, I can see it from that point of view as well. And um, then you come through it and, you know, you do the juicing session and you, you know, for me, I remember like one of the girls saying, I'm not putting anything green in my juice. And I was like, maybe just try one and you know even that one leaf like you say and they tried it and again they were like hmm, this is not bad and you know when you make those shifts it's you, you can't put a price tag on that it's just phenomenal so for me yes there were nerves at the beginning but the way the program is structured and the way you structured it melody you just can run with it right and that was like a big weight off my shoulder it wasn't that I had to think completely outside of the box I had something to work with 
And then I just took that forward, but the outcome at the end and the feedback and, you know, I, for me, one thing I have to say is that during this lockdown period, I had some of those girls texting me, when are you going to run the next one? You know, so they want to come back and that, you know, that speaks a thousand words, right? Absolutely. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Janelle. Yeah, um, I I just ran my first workshop in February and it was virtual because like I was saying before, we can't still be all together. We're still very much having to be separate. So I had to start virtually, which um, sort of made me nervous because especially with young people, I think you can really connect with them a little bit more when you're in person. So I was a little worried how it would look and how long they could sit in front of a screen without kind of losing interest. Um, So I was really nervous because I really had no idea how it was going to pan out. And I talked to Melody beforehand and I said, like, I am terrified, (laughs) but I, I, um, I just went ahead with it. I, I knew that I had to do it. I, cause I had said yes to myself. I was saying yes to these girls. And so I did it and it was wonderful because it's all, you have all the information that you need, but once you're in the session with the girls, it seems to kind of just take a life of its own. And, and I got more comfortable as it went. And so I did, I did two workshops in one day for two different age groups. And the first one I was so nervous about, but it went well. And then the second one, I was like, okay, I can do this. I got this right. Like it was, and this, so I, I feel like the second one went better just because I was more comfortable, but I, Mira, me too. I had, I had moms messaging me saying she had so much fun. She wants to know when the next one is like, you know, when can we sign them up? We want more. So it was good. (laughs) Best feeling, best feeling. Thanks, Janelle. So for me, yeah, the best, um, the first workshop. So what I did was uh, run my first workshop in English, but then I thought I'm going to translate everything in Spanish since I am in a Spanish speaking country. So my first workshop, what I can say, I'm a planner. So for me, what works is just kind of like build my, my background, like check my Zoom. Okay, do I, do I, I'm going to buy a license or I'm going to stay with the basic. Then, you know, I have a time limit and then go through everything that Melly lays out. So she gives you like the script, but that doesn't mean you have to stick to the script because you can personalize it. And that's what I did. So I added a couple of things and I told myself, like, this is a script, this is a plan. But if during the workshop, I don't stick to it, that's fine. As long as I have my goal in mind, which is my key messages, like, what do I want to say to these girls? And then the how that happens, you just kind of like let it flow. But like logistic wise, yes. So I I ran a rehearsal with my girls. Like I, I usually broadcast from my dad's place because it's just, quieter and it just works so I call my girls here at home on zoom to make sure you know the light and the sound and everything logistic wise worked and before that what I did was kind of like with my inner circle ask them like can I borrow your girl for this so uh my first workshop in English I'm going to be completely honest I had one girl and I was a bit like it wasn't the way I expected it because, of course, you, you won, you know, sold out. That didn't happen. And actually, the first one was for free. But, you know, at the end, I remembered Melody's words on you can change with just one girl. If that one girl takes one message, 
that's the, the mission accomplished because you are you are doing something. And I asked my my girl, one of my daughters, to join the session. So I had this little girl and my daughter who was listening to the worship for the first time, and they were both like so happy. And just like Janelle, I split. I usually split the girls into two age groups. So I do seven to nine, and then ten to twelve. And I did the same with the other, the older girls. And I asked my other daughter to join in, and it worked wonderfully. And I I just can't say enough about when you end the workshop and when you see the girls and when you ask them, like, what do you learn? What do you take away? Who do you want to share it with? That's when you get reassured that what you're doing makes a difference. When you hear how they leave your session, then you you never doubt that you can contribute, even if it's just one girl. Thankfully, I've built my community and now I have more girls. I mean, I, I, I think I've had a couple of sold out sessions, but no more than that. So I'm still working. So I would say be patient. Uh, here in Mexico, we don't have that community because it's just such a big city that it doesn't work that way, but that should not limit. You you find your way. So it, it, just, it demands that you put your heart and, and spend time planning your workshops but at the end, it's absolutely worth it. It's just magical. Thank you, Erica. And you you bring up such an important point. I mean, the first point is that, yes, that first workshop, you had one person. There are no guarantees that we're going to have tons of girls the first time around. And as with all things, we build it out. We build it out. We continue to show up. We continue to share our message uh, all good things take time and it takes time for people to see you in this new platform in the community, right? It takes time for them to hear enough messages from you to know, like, and trust you. And we have, you know, the backend tools there, especially when we're building online communities um, for the parents to nurture the parents and share our resources with the parents. So when we're ready to do workshops, we can also make our offers there once we've nurtured the parents. So there are so many ways, but the important thing is to have reasonable expectations. Yes, you may have 22 people for your first workshop and yes, you may have one and that's okay because one voice, we are we are helping one girl. We're planting a seed for one girl and that will have ripple effects beyond that, which we can imagine. Um, and we will further be able to share our message because that one girl goes and shares with two girls. Those two girls go and share with six more girls. And that's how we grow our message and our audience. So I appreciate you bringing that up. Uh, now, talk to us a little bit. I think a lot of women want to, you know, we have a lot of teachers in our group this time around. We have a lot of people who are looking to step into a new career, take the skills that they have and show up in a new way. And they want to know, like, is this financially abundant? Will parents pay for these workshops? And I would love to hear what you guys have to share on that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just going to um, jump in there. Yeah, I believe there is because I've seen it for myself. Um and I think more so now than ever, like back in the UK here, you know, obviously coming through this pandemic, you know, more and more true, uh, parents have actually come to me saying, you know, I need something for my daughter. Like, you know, um, tell me more about this course. Tell me more about the workshops that you run. And actually, that has actually um, engaged a lot of people onto it. Um, and I feel that especially now more than ever, the messaging 
to go for this. If you know you're gonna do it, do it now because it's the lessons are just so valuable and it really ties in with what um the children have been through, you know, in this unknown, you know, like no, we've no none of us have been through something like this before, right? So you know, the resilience in us is, you know, there, but the resilience in the children and how they come through it. So I feel like the Girl Life program just really is suited to children now. And you can, you know, like Erica said, you know, and Janelle, like you can tweak it and add bits in and, you know, really make it tailored to them um, and the different age groups, you know, really like putting the messaging out there. But I feel, yes, if um, if you're going to do anything, then my messaging is now to go for it because it's it, it can it's viable and I know it's viable. And as I start to delve into it more now, we're coming through the other end um, of the pandemic. I feel that parents are just willingly coming and willingly saying, I want to um, sign up, you know, and, and, you know, before you might talk a bit about costing to them, whereas now there's not a price tag on it. They're willing to just put their children onto courses and workshops. Amazing. Amazing. Thanks, Mira. And with you, you've been a facilitator for a little longer. So you've shared your platform and it's, you know, those people are following you now, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook, they know about what you're offering. So it, it definitely takes time. And it's, it's good to hear that. Uh, Erica, Janelle. Yeah, and I think it's totally uh, a very um, good business. I think what you say, Millie, that would give us a business in a box. And of course, we have to put the work into it. So yes, it's not going to be um, financially amazing the first workshop no because just as any business like if you were to open any other business you would have you know your cost on how if you pay rent if if your um whatever you know your electricity your whatever is it if you have a brick and mortar school or not so you have to take that into consideration and be a little realistic that this is a business and of course you're gonna have to pay for some if you want or if you want to have you know, ads on Facebook or whatever platform, if you want to pay for Canva. So yes, there are certain costs, but now that we are virtual, at least here in Mexico, I think you, you don't have any boundaries. Like I, tomorrow I'm going to run a workshop and I'm going to have girls in the States and it's just word of mouth. So yes, you have costs, but the more girls that you have, then it's, it makes just uh it just makes complete sense and the investment when you think about the investment and the expenses that you have virtually it's uh very attractive i i think uh it's just a question of time building your community and getting more girls and then you can do it and virtually have so many advantages right now thank you thank you for sharing yeah, I agree with both Mira and Erica. It's um, it's it's extreme, or not, I wouldn't say extremely profitable right now. I just got started, but it because you can do everything virtually, and because we have literally everything we need to kind of just make it happen. Um, I actually I don't even pay for a Zoom account because I actually had parents say that they would prefer a Google Meet because I do have one girl who is hard of hearing in in my workshops and she needs the closed captioning that is provided with the Google meet and you don't pay for that no matter how big your group is. So I was like, Oh, okay. And they already know how to use it because they've been doing it for school. So I, you know, like it's, it really, 
it just makes so much sense because it's a one-time investment as well. Like Melody doesn't charge us every year for a membership or when she adds new um, curriculum, we don't have to pay for these things. Like it's a one-time thing. So, I mean, you think about this one-time investment for the next, however many years you want to run these workshops, like, you know, I'm almost 39, but I think this is something I could keep doing well into my sixties. Like it's just, it's such amazing messaging and it never gets old and we always need to hear it. So I think, you know, I get that it's scary at first because it is an investment, but it's, you just need to think about how you are just investing in yourself and the rest of your life and, and the rest of your, your girl's life and their friends. And I mean, all the girls, like it's, it really is a hundred percent worth it. Thanks. And I, I just uh, want to add that then you have the option to not only do the workshops, but then you can run like private sessions. So they might have a birthday party. So you might do. So it's not only the workshops that Melly keeps adding. It's just that you can just, you know, like for a while, think of mother and daughter. Now that Mother's Day is coming up, then you have a, a great excuse to just do something additional to the workshop. So you have more than one way to earn money. I appreciate you saying that, Erica. There's so many ways. I mean, there we 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 can we got to think outside the box and be super creative. Like you said, birthday parties. I always say, do an empowerment party. Who's not into an empowerment party? Especially now, kids are on Zoom. They're having parties on Zoom, and parents are struggling. They're like, "What kind of party can I have for my kid?" Have an empowerment party. Go to your local Girl Scout troops. Connect with your community centers. You know, there are so many creative ways to align with other people who are doing great work, collaborating. Uh, It's just about getting out there and letting your voice be heard and sharing that you've taken on this role and this new platform. There's no limit to what what you can create. So I I love that. Um, I'm going to take a little break because I want to let everyone who's live with us know these ladies would love to answer your questions. If anyone has any specific questions for for them, please feel free to write them in the comments. I'm going to hopefully see them. I think I'll see them. Um, they're, they're coming through slowly. I, f- like, I feel like our screen might be frozen. If Okay, no, because people are commenting. So that's good. But feel free to leave your questions. And while you guys are thinking of your questions, I just want to announce that Tari... Nervous Jackson has won the XOXO book draw. Uh, So Tari, just send me your address and I would love to send you a signed copy to whoever you want me to make it out to. So congratulations on that. We still have draws for the next few days. Um, Also want to let you all know that I'm going to be hanging out on Zoom. I'm doing two Q&As this time. One on Sunday night, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. One on Sun, uh, sorry, that's Sunday. Is that what I said? Sunday, 5.30 Eastern Standard Time. And Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we can catch people in different time zones. So please let me know if you'd like to join that. I'll send you the link. And Lisa is asking, how much do you charge for a workshop and how long do you go? So this is super individual. I lay out my thoughts on what, what you can charge. Uh, and each of you, if you'd like, can, can answer the question. Yeah. So I think, well, in the UK, um, based on what Melody, um, put out there. So I've, um, when I've been doing them, um, in person, 
I put them originally out there at 20 pounds for like two hours just and it would go over uh, maybe slightly more than that so I gauged it at 20 pounds for two hours um but you know that I am thinking now going forward um it, I may raise that to 25 virtually I've been doing them over the last three four weeks now um and I generally do the first if it's um if someone joins for the first time I've been doing it as free as a kind of incentive and then after they sign up it's been uh 15 pounds and it and people are, are taking to it so it's you know getting over that fear of what can I charge but as you run a few workshops you you kind of gauge it um and you know what you can do and just having those open conversations with the parents and people are um, accepting of it lovely lovely uh, so I run for about an hour and a half and I charge about ten dollars give or take ten dollars but then just like Mira, uh, I give free workshops. Like if a mom brings me five girls, then yes, uh, uh, as an appreciation, yes, I, I give that girl, her girl won't pay anything. So I would just uh, say, yeah, have a free, a couple of free workshops to build community. That's a great idea. Or two for ones you can always do or things like that. Siblings. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty well on par with Erica there. I don't know the conversion really from pounds to dollars, but um, we, I did my first one uh, virtually and I charged $5 uh, for the girls. And I had many people respond to that. I think it was a good starting point. Um, and it did allow me to start earning back right away. And it was a small investment for the, the parents. So I thought that was a really good way to start. And then... Now I'm doing, it's, I started a series. So if they signed up for the full series, it worked out to $10 per workshop. And if they wanted to just pick one or two, I was charging 13 per workshop. And that's worked out really good as well. Um, I, I had that one fill up actually. And then um, as far as how long they run, I try to keep them to an hour just because I know that staring and sitting in front of a screen for too long can be kind of mind numbing. So no matter what you're talking about, it can get a bit long, especially that young. Um, and then even the younger group, I took less girls in it so that I could be more interactive with them. And I still try to keep it to 45 hour max for them. Love it. Thank you. And, and, you know, it's interesting because those of you who are listening, I'm sure that you see a range, right? You see a range here. Some of the facilitators choose to start at a lower price or to offer a free workshop first. Others go right into it at like the $25 mark. So there's definitely a range. And again, this is the, a testament to the fact that this is your business in a box. You can get to choose how you want to run it. We'll give you support from the back end. We'll make suggestions, but ultimately it's up to you guys. Um, okay. I'm seeing Monica is speaking in Spanish. So beautifully, Erica Bella, no hablo ingles, pero me encanta. Okay. She, she's, I don't know if you want to look at that. I think she's saying, but I want you women, you women have a synergy. I'm trying to translate over here. Um, and she's giving you a big hug. That's from Monica. Thank Very you. sweet. Thank you. And you know, I I, I want to add something. When you have your, your price range, don't be shy. Because that happened to me. Like, I felt almost guilty, like $10. I mean, I, I felt like, you know, like something inside, like, 
And then when you start thinking about how much value you add and it's your time and it's your love and it's your passion and, and it's who you are, then change your mindset. Like, yes, I charge $10 and I'm looking at the people in the eye, you know, like don't feel bad for charging for what we do. And it's something I'm still working on, but I haven't had one mom complain anything about the price. So my reflection on that is it's me. It's not the moms. It's me who's being shy and, and dubious about saying $10. So if you're happy and you feel it's a fair price, say $10 and, and, and that's it. It's, it's your time and it's, it's you. And the girls are getting so much out of each workshop that it's absolutely worth it. You know, Erica, what you say is so, is so good. And I'm glad you bring this up. People will match your energy. If you show up and you say it's $10, they'll be like, it's too much for me. Like I can't, you know what I'm saying? But if you show up and you're like, it's $10, like it is $10 and you own it and you feel it and you believe it, they'll be like, okay, they're not even going to think about it. So they will match your energy. You need to show up with confidence. I mean, would you show up to someone's house with a gift and feel guilty about giving them a gift? This is the same thing. We are giving a gift to these girls that isn't otherwise accessible to them, not, not in the way that we want it to be. So, so thank you for bringing that up. I'm going to go over to the questions. I know that Tari's question, first, I want to say that Janelle, your mom is here and she's so proud of you. (laughs) She sent a beautiful message saying she's so proud of you. Uh, Tari is asking how soon out, like on your calendar, do you let people know about your workshops? Like, are you announcing one at a time? Are you ladies doing a series? Um, Whoever wants to dive in on that. And I'm going to write down the rest of the questions so I don't lose them. So I, um, I've been running a series, uh, well, uh, weekly ones for the last four or five weeks because in the UK we're still in a lockdown. I thought, you know what, I'm going to just go out there, take them online. Um, but I'm advertising them once a week each one so I finish one workshop then I put them out you know then some of the parents that have um, put their daughters on the workshops they just said what are the ones coming up I just put the details on so then they have them ahead of time Um, but in terms of putting it out on my social media and my platforms I just do it weekly so that they know which one um, it is finish that one the next one's advertised but um, I guess yeah if you I could have done it in that, you know, there's, there's, like you said, Melody, there's so many numerous ways you can put this out there. Um, but I just find even from my mindset that I know that I'm focusing on that one, that week and that one. And it just helps me with my planning and preparation. Thanks, Mira. So what I try to do is I try to align one workshop with something that's going on during that month. So for example, in, in last month, I did the self-love and self-confidence just because it was easier to advertise it with Valentine's. So uh, I run one workshop every month and part of my speeches, one new workshop every month. And that way I build kind of that expectation on what's next workshop is going to be like. And I do about four sessions each month right now because of, of my full-time job, I'm running during the weekends. And I do two workshops per day. So I would do one for the seven to nine and then one for the 10 to 12 group. Um, and like I said, I read for about an hour and a half. 
Right now, I partner with a friend who is very experienced with juicing and smoothies. As, and I would, I may suggest something if you if you have a friend or somebody that you know that you can help her and she can help you. Like my friend, she contributes to a YouTube channel that has millions of subscribers. So, you know, I thought this is a win-win. So she can help me and I can help her. So she helps me advertising my workshops and I mention her in mine. So we're both in a way... Uh, you know, helping each other out and the girls just love it, that part. And she talks to them about the nutritional part of, of, you know, more like technical stuff about vitamins and minerals and the girls just love it. So it's, it's, uh, I would say if you have somebody find strategic alliances and, and work with other women, if that's something that you feel comfortable with. Excellent point. Love it. That's really cool, Erica. I love that you found someone to partner with like that. That's really cool. Um, I advertised about two weeks, I guess, before my first workshop. And then um, before I even started that first workshop, I got really excited. So I advertised for my series. So then this month I've been doing uh, four different workshops for two different age groups. So Tuesday, Wednesday evenings, I've been running workshops for four weeks. Um, and then now I've already got parents asking when the next ones are happening and I don't have them lined up yet. So I need to, um, probably get on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give them what they want, right? <laughs> Give them what they want. <laughs> so good. So good. All right. We have a question from Lisa and she's asking if you guys create slides or, or workbooks for your workshops. We don't provide workbooks. We have illustrations for every workshop, but do each of you, do slides or anything like that? Or is it more your face and you speaking when it's virtual? I do have, I, I usually do a, like a PowerPoint, but I would say not more than four slides. And it's mainly, it's very visual. So images and maybe a quote, something, because, you know, the girls, uh, at least here in Mexico, where everything is online, I think the girls are tired of watching another presentation. So if I'm going to give them another presentation, it has to be something that's engaging, that's fun to look at. Maybe I will share a video or, uh, you know, find help with other things, but not much text and no more than three or four slides. Gotcha. And Janelle and Mira, do you guys, do you guys have slides? I don't actually do slides. Um, I, I'm kind of in the same thought process as Erica. They're probably sick of watching too many presentations. So I do movement breaks. I get up and we like put on a song and we dance for a minute or, you know, just like stretch a bit. And then um, I, I will do short videos. So again, even that video, I don't want it to be more like no more than four minutes just because I, they just lose interest too easy, I think virtually. So the more instead of me just speaking at them, the more we do just open dialogue, it, it is really a lot. You get a lot from them just doing it that way. Awesome. Yeah, I agree with Janelle. Um, I don't have slides. Um, I just go free flow with it and just engage in that open dialogue. Um, and they're so receptive of it. And it just, you know, and then because we have things like, you know, whether you bring a book into it and you read that book, there's, you know, there's so many different ways um, that you can engage them. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's no um, workbooks or, or presentations, but they're good to have. Thank you. And, and I always just say, like, just being there with them, just being present with these girls, seeing them, asking about them, witnessing them, like, 
forget everything else. Like forget all the content that you're, that you're aiming to provide. You'll do that. But just getting them through your doors, just asking them engaging questions that in and of itself is something that they might not be getting in a platform like this one. They might not be with peers who are also learning about emotional intelligence. So it's not about the slides or, I mean, it's a great idea, slides and workbooks. I love it all. Um, but, but I will tell you the most important component of all of it is your presence, is your presence. Um, Tari is asking for in-person in person workshops. What location have you guys been running your workshops? And I think Erica and Janelle haven't done in-person yet because they joined throughout the pandemic. How about, how about <clears throat> losing the voice? Uh, <laughs> day five and going strong. Um, how about you, Mira? Yeah, um, so for me, I've actually, you know, when I um, came on board, I was debating which way around I'm going to do it, but I've actually just run them from my home and they've been amazing. It just, you know, we just create, I just create a nice feel um, and it's just a confidential space for them and they really open up and it's, um, you know, I set up my stations, I have a juicing station, then I'll set up the arts and crafts table and then I've got a massive rug in my sitting room area and we just sit there and it's just such a nice um, experience. So for me, I, you know, Ness, uh, you know, because they've been groups of, you know, the biggest group I've had is about 10, um, which is such a nice number. Um, I could, you know, have more girls at home, but it's it's worked out that 10 has been perfect. Going forward, I'll, I'll see if I need to move it to another location. But right now, you know, it works and the girls seem to take it. So I can't wait for to come through the pandemic and start running them oh, I'm from home again. And Mira has some of the best pictures. Like, I feel like I was there with you, but those pictures you have of the girls at the table and it just, you can feel the vibe. You can feel it. So um, thank you for sharing. And I have my own curious question just because I love, I love to know this for my own feedback. Which one of your workshops is the favorite? Um, well, from my perspective, the, the, you think the girls really engage in. You can share both. Um, I, I think the self-love one, I absolutely adore. I just, you know, just from every, you know, as a, as an adult, you know, and it's just something, the messaging in that I is, yeah, I really love it. And the girls seem to really take to it and, you know, they start thinking, get some thinking. And I love that in them. Uh, one of the ones that I find really fun and the girls love is, um, they love the catwalk. So I have this red carpet and, you know, just, you know, rock, you know, the, I think, is that the, sorry, remind me if I'm, that's the confidence. Yes. The confidence. Yeah. And they, yeah. And I just like leave the box there with, you know, the props and they just all come out of their shell. Even the quiet, you know, you can have someone that's quite quiet and not outgoing, but you just leave them to it. And actually how they, Use that confidence and walk down that catwalk is such a joy to watch that, you know, and see them come out. It's I feel like, you know, that is so rewarding for me. And I feel like I've done my job within that workshop. Love it. Love it. Uh, for me, I, I would agree with Mira. The girls love uh, and, you know, that that brings me to another 
um, comment on don't be afraid because everything might be virtual that the craft is going to be a challenge. I think there's always a way to working it out. So I can do the catwalk, but I do the mirror and we spend more time with the mirror. And that's been wonderful. So I think more than thinking what you can do, think of what you can do. And that's where the community comes in. Because if you ask that question in, in the Facebook and the facilitator group, everybody's going to give you different ideas of how each, each one runs it. And so don't be, you know, don't limit yourself that because you're running virtual, then you can't do the craft. The girls love the craft. And I just let, I spend as much time as they need on the craft. So I usually start with 10 minutes. I usually measure it by songs. So I would play a couple of songs. And then after two songs, I say, okay, how are you guys doing? And I ask them, like, what song do you want, to, want me to play? So engage them with the chat. Like, if you don't want to say it because you may be shy, just put it in the chat. What song do you want me to play? And that's the way that we do and. I think the the um, self-confidence, they love it. For me, on a personal level, the gratitude one. I think the gratitude, it's just, it just changes the way you look at life in general. So for me, that's been self-nurturing. But for the girls, I find the, the self-love and self-confidence is amazing. Awesome. Awesome. How about you, Janelle? Um, I've only done actually three workshops so far with the girls, so I can't say for all of them which one would be for sure my favorite because I haven't done them all yet. But um, the I agree with Erica that gratitude workshop, especially because that craft is so easy for them to do. They loved it. Like they ate that up and they all were like finding all kinds of things that they were grateful for. And it was just really, it was so fun to watch them a be creative and then b be inspired to find things that they're thankful for and i just thought uh, i it it was just a really fun one and looking forward to i'm actually my self love and confidence is the next one i'm doing this week and i think it's going to be fantastic but the one i'm most looking forward to is actually the creative goal setting because i think we don't really realize how important that is i know as a young girl i didn't really think about it that much but now I'm like yeah we can really start teaching them how to set goals and achieve them not just dream about it so I'm really looking forward to that one that's awesome thanks guys thank you um Johan is asking do we finish crafts in the workshop with them um, everyone does it differently, but because the virtual workshops are shorter, Joanne, uh, I always say, let's start it with them and like right at the end of our workshop and let them have that time to really be free with it, be creative with it and take all the time they need to do it. And I, I guess, you know, in closing, cause we're getting close to one, I, I've asked you some questions. The ladies here have asked you some questions. Is there anything that any of you want to share that we didn't ask something about your experience, something you want anyone who's considering signing up to know totally open floor. Uh, I would like to share, like for me coming back to Mexico, put me in a position where I had to reconnect. So if you don't feel like you have a strong network, then you start building one and you start with your inner circle. You know, if, if you're a mom, then start with the school. 
And what has worked for me is making it very personal, like engage with moms. I would probably send an email letting them know about my workshops, but then I know with certain moms, I need to engage on WhatsApp and, and, and do at the end, like, how are you? Is your girl going to join? And, you know, make it personal. You build that relationship because at the end, it's a, it's a two-way. You, you want to address the moms because the moms are the ones who are going to sign up the girls. So build that relationship with them. Let them know who you are and why are you doing it. And when you connect with them, I think the rest follows in a more easier way. So that would be uh, one. I actually have my notes here on what I, uh, I was. So yeah, make it personal, uh, networking, join other Facebook groups that just make sense, introduce yourself. And the minute that you share your passion and why you're doing it, people feel it. And I think that just uh, if, if your message resonates with what they want, they'll just trust you. So I would say build your network, make it personal. And it's, it's you, it's about you. It's about who you are and why you want to share. So, and the other thing that I'm just bringing to my mind, don't be prepared for the unexpected. So what I mean is during the craft, it has happened that the mom didn't have time to print the coloring page or the little girl doesn't have any material to work the craft at the moment. And it's important that the girl does not feel in a vulnerable position because she doesn't have the mirror. And, and, and you know, you, you're going to find amazing how resourceful the girls are for the gratitude jar. It happened once that the girl didn't have any jar at all, but she figured out that using a paper roll and putting it something that worked as a lid on the bottom, she had a jar. So you're going to be impressed on how creative and how just resourceful the girls can be. So just be prepared if girls don't come up on time, if, if they need to leave early, if they don't have materials and the confidence that you give them is what matters. How you respond to that situation, it's, I think it's important that you let them know that they can do it after the workshop. Love it. Yeah. Just being prepared for anything and flowing with it and going with it and rolling with the punches, what, whatever happens to know. I mean, this is what we teach the girls. Everything I have is already inside of me. Everything I need is within me. So to really lean into that and know that things will not go as you plan them. That is just Murphy's law, especially the first time go with it. Um, and just to let you guys know, Janelle had told me in the chats, her phone was dying and she's at her mother-in-law's house <laughs> because she, her mother-in-law was taking her three kids while she was so generously giving her time to us. So um, she said goodbye to all of you. Um, just wanted to let you know, she didn't just pop off. And Mira, is there anything you want everybody to know? Yeah, I just think um, I would say, you know, once you build that rapport with the girls, it just flows. And, you know, um, like Erica and, and Melody have said, you know, there will be mishaps that happen. And I've, I've done it where, you know, when I've done the in-person workshops, I've, you know, ordered all my bits and pieces and then I'm, I'm going through and uh, like something just hasn't arrived. And, you know, but you make do with it and it's it's fine. Like you come out the other end and but you're very um, like Erica said, you you never 
you know, anything that is happening, you just work with it and work through so that girls are just feel that they're in that safe and space and they then that vulnerability, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, if they don't have everything. And with mine and, um, you know, the virtual ones that I've done, yeah, I do leave the craft at the end, but I, sh- I really stress them that just make do with whatever you've got and just put a few examples and they're resilient and they, they're accepting of it. So, yeah, you will build that rapport. It's rewarding um, and you know it may be out of your comfort zone the first time you do a workshop but you know the more you do like like with anything the more second time third time it just becomes easy um so I would highly recommend it to all of you love it Mira thank you and Janelle is back (laughs) I was just telling everyone about your situation they know they know I appreciate that you came back we're we're just chatting about last minute is there any last minute thoughts, insights you want to leave everybody with? Yeah, I just wanted to let anybody know who's thinking about doing this, who's not a teacher or not a coach or not, you know, who you think would run this. Like I am a mom and I'm a veterinary technician. So I really, I don't have any, you know, of these kinds of skills per se in my repertoire, in my name, but like Melody gives us the certification. She gives us what we need. And you just go off of your own life experiences. And you don't like the imposter syndrome for me was so real. But like this group and Melody and every single person here is so uplifting and inspiring. And you don't have to, you don't have to be somebody to do this. You know, like if I can do this, you can do this. I promise you. Beautiful. Thank you, Janelle. I am so, so grateful to all of you for being here. Thank you guys for taking time out of your day to share, to share yourselves with our community. Um, I, I would love when we get off of this call for you to go into the comments and let everyone know how they can get in touch with you. If they want to follow you on Instagram or Facebook or have questions for you. Um, and, and again, I, I can't, I can't thank you enough. Thank you. Thank you for spending this time with me. I love any FaceTime I can get with you guys. So much appreciated. And thank you to everyone for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Melody. Lovely meeting you all. Thank Thank you. you. And we'll be back tomorrow noon, same time, same place. We have mindset school tomorrow. So I hope to see you there. Thanks everyone. Bye.